0: Welcome to episode three of Holly Reads a Story. So I'm just going to jump into it and do the reading right away. Um, So here is the flash fiction story that I wrote called Watch the Wind. Sam tosses the kite up into the air, shading her eyes as it wobbles in the cold wind. The fabric ripples and snaps, tie cord thrumming. Satisfied, she turns, her shadow falling across the screen between my hands. Did it work? Sensors are active. Hope fizzes in my chest, but I shove it back down. We've been lucky, but death is one acid fall away, one attack in the dark. Sam rubs the scars on her face, glances to the east. Best unwrap the robot. We'll have warning about the rain, but that kite will be visible for miles. So this one had a definite post-apocalyptic feel to it. Um, the challenge words for the week that I wrote this for the prediction were kite, shade, and unwrap. and. Um, Yeah, when I think kite, I think about the kites that um, I used to see flying in the sky a lot uh, where I grew up as a kid. Um, I grew up on the California coast, and we would often make trips down to Monterey. Gorgeous place to visit if you've never been. Um, And even if you've been, like, definitely go again. Uh, But there are some sand dune areas down there, and very, very windy (laughs) at times, so great for kite flying. Um, But it was really fun to see how the other people that participated in the challenge that week, um, how they used the words as well. It's always fascinating uh, how you can get the same words, but everyone thinks of different things. Um, But they used kite for, um, like I did, you know, like an actual kite, or a lot of people actually used it as a bird. Sorry, I just hit my hand on my, my, uh, my desk. I gesture as I talk, apparently. Um, and of course, I guess there's the other version of kite, which I don't think anyone used, but like the gaming term where you're, you're trying to stay out of hand to hand range and you're shooting them like with an arrow or whatever, moving around, running and shooting. Anyway, (laughs) let's talk about the different versions of kite. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that was. I don't know, it's, it's always fun to see, as I've said before, like what just pops out of my head when I get the words and I try to write something. Um, but yeah, so the other thing that I've noticed that I've been doing a lot lately in my flash fiction is I've been doing uh, first person and present tense a lot. Uh, so it's like in the moment and I'm really feeling it where um, my novels are usually third person past tense. So I don't know, there's just something about like urban fantasy and yeah, other (laughs) forms of fantasy to where first person just feels right. And I don't know, with the flash fiction, because you just need to get in the action and get it going. And it's just so fun to immerse myself and how better to immerse yourself immediately than do it first person. Uh, anyway, so yeah, there is that. Watch the wind. Hopefully you enjoyed it. So, all right, um, writing progress for last week. Uh, it started off a bit slow, <laughs> but uh, it actually picked up, and it, I feel really good because I'm starting to feel like I'm getting momentum working on it again. Um, I'm still working on Alitza's prequel, and I figured out some fun things, like in in this part of the writing process with the first draft, there are a lot of questions that I end up having to ask myself. Um because I'm like, oh, well, what what would they do in this situation and oh, she she's going to do this and go here. Well, what what do the people around her do or what does this town have to look like or whatever. Um and yeah, I <laughs> I'm being kind of cagey with what I say cuz I can't give too much away um, until I'm done with it. But, uh, there was, there was an ancient shipwreck, which I am planning on including. So if you are interested in that kind of stuff, like I am, then yay. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I don't know, part of the the questions that I often have in this process is like, is this overly complicated? Like there's, there's so much planning that goes into, story and the world especially when it's something I haven't already figured out because I like to try to anticipate everything and also make sure that um yeah like like the world is deep enough to support whatever's happening and that I've I've planned for all these various things um but also I, I I don't want things to feel too convenient um and that that's always a challenge because you know When you're writing a story, you know where you need the story to go sometimes. Um, Sometimes you let your characters kind of just lead you there. But usually I know where the story is going to go, needs to go. And so it can be, it's a good thing to pay attention to that your characters aren't just um, doing things in order to get you to that end that you've imagined. Um, And so things can't just always fall into their lap. Sometimes things do fall into to your lap, and so I think that that's fine sometimes, but yeah, anyway, it's it's a, it can be a challenge, and it's just something that I'm aware of and that I want to not do too often, um, but in my, my newsletter, which I will be sending out on Friday, I am going to be sharing the cover illustration and the tentative story title. It's possible I might change it, slightly modify it, um, but... Yeah, so, so I'm going to share that to newsletter subscribers. I'm going to tease it on Instagram, but I'm not going to officially share it anywhere else until closer to the story's release. So if you want to see it, definitely check out uh, my newsletter. Um, and you can sign up on my website by hollycarlson.com or if you're already on it, keep an eye out for the email on Friday because it is really, really beautiful art. And the illustration is by Beth Gilbert. Um... And yeah, I will link to her Instagram so you can see her art if you're not familiar with her. Um, but I, I love my I love my cover artist for Kingdom of Essence, Tanya Anor, uh, but she's currently on maternity leave, so I had to find a different artist to do the illustration of this story so I could release it sometime early this year within the next few months, um, which is my plan to try to release it for spring. So, yeah definitely want to see it it's really awesome um yeah so the writing of the prequel is going well and um yeah I've just been keeping up with my flash fiction I wrote a kind of dungeon crawlers it's called dungeon crawl (laughs) story last week um, that I will read um in the next episode for you Uh, but it was kind of like a a bit lit RPG slash progression fantasy inspired and I just kind of wanted to return to those characters just have fun with them so I wrote another flash fiction story for uh I wrote it yesterday I guess or the day before that um just to continue with it so often with my flash I don't I just write it and then like the next one might be totally different people totally different world it all depends on how I feel inspired by the the words that I get um for the week But it is fun to occasionally do kind of more of a serial type flash fiction where there's multiple episodes um, with the same people in the same world. Um, And my uh, Unusual Addiction books, which are the collections of flash fiction I've written in the past, there's a few longer stories in there where I've written multiple episodes like this. Um, Also, random note. Uh, for February 4 through 7, and I'm going to mention this in my newsletter as well, but all three of my Unusual Diction ebooks, which are my flash fiction collections, will be free. The ebooks will be free on Amazon um, over the weekend. So uh, if you like the flash fiction and you want to get the ebooks for free, then uh, do that this weekend. Um, yeah, so that's been with my writing, and. Um, I guess another point of news is that um, Alison Carr-Wechter and I, uh, we do a lot of collaborations together, and I think that I mentioned last week about our World Weavers video chats that we were posting on Instagram, uh, where we talk about how we world build and we kind of plan things together. Um, We're switching over to podcast form, to audio only, um, and this is going to make it available more places so it's easier to listen to, and we have some fun fun stuff planned. So um, if you're interested in kind of uh, more of the, I going to say nuts and bolts, but I don't really want to use that phrase. But um, if you're interested in more kind of breaking things down of world building and everything, like I'll occasionally mention things with um, my writing and like this, you know, writer's weekly diary whatever this is um but will be much more kind of in depth there so um you can find um, information for that i will always be sharing it on my instagram um which yeah is uh by holly carlson (laughs) um all right so uh books I have been doing a lot of reading lately which is awesome because last year I didn't get a lot of reading done Um, and a book that I read recently um, and I believe I mentioned this one last week as well uh, was um, Mexican Gothic and oh I am blank oh by Sylvia Moreno-Garcia and for a second there I was like I don't remember who wrote it but there you go and um yeah so so I finished that one it is a definite gothic horror novel um very very creepy and unsettling there was sleepwalking which I've always worried about (laughs) I've never been a sleepwalker but I I had friends who um, slept sleepwalked sleepwalked when they were um when we were kids and it was it was pretty creepy not creepy, but it was pretty it was a bit unsettling when they were unaware of me trying to talk to them. Um but anyway, um yeah, and in Goth, there's a lot of terrible people and there's a very interesting thing with mushrooms, but it's it's a very interesting book. So um very, very, very creepy, but very interesting as well. Um so if you've read it and have thoughts on it, let me know. I'm curious. Um and I'm currently reading the second book in J.A. Andrews' uh, Keeper Origin series, Raven's Rune, which is an epic fantasy, um, and Andrews is a fellow indie author. I really loved her her first, first book in this series, um, and so I'm excited to see what happens in the second. Uh, and then, been listening to a lot of audiobooks. Um, it takes like 20-ish minutes to drive the kids to school, and... Also, if um, I need to go to like the bigger town to, there's, there's certain stores that aren't in the smaller town close to where I live. So it takes like 40 minutes to an hour to get to the bigger town when need to do um, some shopping that's unavailable here. <laughs> uh, but so, so my husband and I listen to audiobooks a lot. And so we've been listening to Will White's Cradle series which is a progression fantasy and we just finished the 10th book reaper um and it's a very interesting series i i'd never read progression fantasy before before his series um and it's kind of if you're unfamiliar with it it's it's a bit like it's a bit like an rpg where you have people that are kind of leveling up um so uh there's no they're not in a game necessarily it's possible that there is progression fantasy that does have like you're in a game I don't know but in this particular one it's not a game it's a very um very interesting fantasy world and the characters are um people in that world just trying to live and and do various things but they they're growing in strength and power and so there's a focus on kind of like the skills that they learn and like Um, items that they come across that like advance them or weapons or whatever so it has that interesting like gaming aspect to it that I find interesting Um, and the books are also very very funny Uh, so yeah (laughs) it's it's definitely fun Um, and I'm curious to see like I think there's there's two more books um, that he has planned that aren't released yet so Very curious to see what happens with it, Uh, because a lot has happened in the 10 books, but yeah, really funny. Um, So that's what I've been reading and listening to for books. And then uh, for shows, I just finished The Foreigners, which is a Norwegian show, um, a detective Norwegian show, a bit of uh, sci-fi, fantasy, um, and... I think I mentioned this before, I don't, I can't remember what I talked about before, but um, if you're unfamiliar, basically people have started appearing in the water from the past, and so suddenly towns around the world, this focuses on, um, I, I don't remember if it was in Oslo, um, but it's in a Norwegian town, it focuses on those detectives there, um, but um uh so people have to figure out how to to live with people in the past that don't know anything about the future and there's all kinds of problems and things going on but then there's these this weird mystery thing in the background and like it's unclear (laughs) what's going on is it the government doing stuff all this stuff um so it's it's very entertaining but um I still don't understand quite everything that's happened um, or where they might be going with it. There's two seasons, and uh, there was a bit of a shocking (laughs) finale, so uh, I'm curious what happens if they do a third one. Um, But I also thought it was really fascinating because uh, the lead actress, and I cannot remember her name in this moment, so I will add it to the notes later, Um, but she is actually Finnish, and I read an article that she doesn't speak very much Norwegian, so she's obviously memorized her lines and knows how to speak Norwegian, but she doesn't really understand when she hears everyone talking. So that that would be a very, very strange experience, difficult experience, I think, to be on a set where everyone's speaking around you and you don't necessarily know what everyone is saying. Um, but I kind of know a little bit what that's like, uh, living in Sweden where my Swedish is, is very limited at the moment. Um, so, but yeah, that would be, that would be interesting to do, (laughs) do for your job. Um, but yeah. And, uh, since I finished Before Runners, um, I'm always looking for a laugh, especially when things feel stressful, um, which, you know. A lot of things are often stressful. Uh, so I'm watching the third season of Miracle Workers, uh, The Oregon Trail. Uh, and I I think I saw a little bit of the first season. I don't remember that much about it. I haven't seen the second season. But uh, I saw some funny video from this. And I mean, The Oregon Trail, I used to play that game when I was a kid. So I, I'm always curious what people do with that. But Daniel Radcliffe is in it um it's always fun to see what roles he plays I don't really see like he did Harry Potter but I don't really see I don't really think of Harry Potter when I look at him anymore um when I watch him he he seems to like doing offbeat silly roles now which I really appreciate just like Elijah Wood, uh which they both were in it's very interesting they both were in really big um movie series I mean Dan- Daniel Radcliffe was in Harry Potter and Elijah Wood was obviously in Lord of the Rings, but they both seem to like these really offbeat, silly roles. Um, That's pretty awesome. Uh, Elijah Wood was in Dirk Gently, which if you haven't seen that show, it's super funny. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Do I have any other thoughts today? Um... No, I guess not. Um, but speaking of offbeat silly shows, um, if you're always looking for laugh, um, I'm, I'm planning on sharing my favorite recent TV shows in a blog post uh, sometime this week or next on my website. And Dirk Gently is one that I really like and I, I'm going to put on there. So uh, if you are curious, you can check that out. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of what I've been up to Writing, of course, making sure that gets done, um, and reading, and yeah, like I mentioned with the burst pipe in the old house, um, it seems promising with what we've heard from insurance, so hopefully that is the case, and it's unclear when we'll actually be able to start working on it, because they're, they're going to need to rip up the floors and do a bunch of work, and we still have um, stuff that we need to move out of some of the other rooms that thankfully did not flood. but there's just, yeah, there's still stuff to be done. And I don't know, it's, it's very difficult. It's, it's always hard to find the motivation to move. I feel like, especially if you don't have to get it all out all at once. And then also in the snow when it's, when it's snowing, when it's actively snowing. And today it was, um, negative, it is negative 20 Celsius, So it's quite cold, um, quite cold. And currently, as I look out the window, it is snowing. (laughs) So (laughs) hopefully it warms up so we can do a little more of the moving out and just, yeah, do stuff. Anyway, um, running into rambling again. So I am going to wrap this up. I hope that you find this entertaining and that you've had an awesome week and have an awesome week. And if you have any questions about anything I said or j- have any comments about anything I said, um, I would love to hear from you. You can, uh, message me on my Instagram or Facebook, uh, by Holly Carlson, um, or email me at holly at by So yeah, anyway, um, all right, well, hope you read a bunch of great books and have an awesome week. Bye.